Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our campaign is entitled At Your Door. It was written by Ellen Eisenwill, Mark Morrison, Barbara Manui, Chris Adams, Scott D. Anielowski, and Herbert Hike. Our recap will be given by Morgan Llewellyn, and this is episode five. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Morgan? Status report for August 3rd, prepared by Margaret Evans. On the night of August 2nd, we made contact with a local musician that informed us of the frequent venue of God's Lost Children, which was the band associated with the individuals who harassed us when we first got to San Damiel. Um, on the morning of the, of the 3rd, we left for Delilah to check out Peter Tate's farm. In talking with the locals, we learned that the farm's previous owner, Harold Gall was conducting some sort of experiments on his property before he sold the place. Gall was apparently very unpleasant to associate with. When we got to the farm, we found the aftermath of the car accident that damaged Tate's vehicle. He left the place in quite a hurry. The farm itself was strange. There was moss growing around every source of water within the farmhouse. The wheat fields showed signs of rapid growth. The other fields were planted in a strange spiral shape. We came across a cat that seemed terrified out of its mind as something got to the chickens in the chicken coop and the greenhouse appears to be bursting with overgrown plants. More information to come once more progress has been made. All right. So you're standing right in front of the lab. You're still outside the lab looking in. Um, who's in the front and who's in the back? I believe I was in the front because I was madly hacking at the plants. Okay. And I was right be I was right behind uh, Margaret. Also, uh, I brought some loppers. Also. Okay, so Heather and Margaret. I think um, I was close. Do a um, do a spot hidden roll. That twenty eight is going to be a hard success. Nope. Okay. Well, uh, Heather, you were apparently uh, uh, frightened, at least a little bit, by the plants, and you jumped back. Margaret, what you can see is that it's a lab. It, was, it, it hasn't been used in a long time. There are pallets of plants and things uh, that were at one point all over the counter, up on shelves, and so forth that have all completely overgrown their containers. Uh, their roots go literally across the table down to the ground and have buried themselves in cracks in the cement. Um, uh, these cracks have been enlarged and pushed aside as the plants are growing out of them. The growth in here is, is amazing. Um, and you also don't immediately recognize what kind of plants these are. Is there any sort of watering system in here? No. Uh, however, the temperature is extremely hot when that door opens, uh, just from the fact that there's a greenhouse and it's already hot outside. And there is humidity. There's a lot of humidity. There appears to be some sort of lab equipment back here. I'm going to start... Uh, you don't see much equipment. equipment. Oh, just the pallets of the... Um, 
Um, it, it looks like there's places where there was equipment, but the equipment's been removed. There's stuff all over the floor. There's garbage. There's, uh, it was obviously abandoned at some point and just left to its own devices and it's over completely overgrown. You can also see there is a door inside the lab leading into the greenhouse from the side, which is wide open and the plants in the greenhouse are also just jam packed in there. Uh, this room itself will be difficult to get into without, you know, chopping. Right. But is there, is there like an open opening in like the middle where there aren't plants? No, there's, there are plants everywhere. Plants. Okay. Um, I mean, there's spaces in there where there's not much plants, but the plants have aggressively grown, even in the, the shady areas of this room. How does it smell? Um, I don't know, kind of, you know, what green plants would smell like. Greenhousing. Actually, perhaps there's some odd fragrances that you don't recognize. There's definitely flowers blooming in there as well here and there. Fruits? I'm sorry? Are there fruits? You don't see any fruit, no. Is there uh, only one door? Any, only, one door going, only one door going into the lab, yes. And then one more going into the greenhouse from the lab. Correct. And then one more in the, the greenhouse itself. From the outside, but I don't think we're going to get through that, judging by this door. I go through the plants. Did anybody bring a machete with them? No, we looked... Uh, we we looked around and didn't find one, unfortunately. Well, I don't think we're going to have much luck trying to get through here. Well, you do have the loppers. Yeah. yeah. As, um, I'll, I'll start lopping at this if people want to kind of go around the side and look into the, the fields, the kind of the spirally fields that are nearby. This might if, take a while to get through this. Yeah. If it's a lab, I'm going to assume that there's some sort of ventilation system. Are the plants poking out of that as well? Um, there are there are vents over to the side. Yeah, there's a little bit of growth going out of the out of the vents. Um, well, when Margaret cuts some bit off of this, I want to uh, have a look at it and see what shape its stem is, what the pattern of the leaves are, look at the flower, because okay. it's unfamiliar. All right, Dr. Desmond, uh, Dr. Desmond and Dr. Margaret, do your botany rolls if you've got them. Be careful not to touch anything uh, irritating. I've got, I've got pretty good botany if you want. Go ahead. I, I, yeah. I didn't pass any sort of natural world or botany check, so. Okay. They're plants. 33, so that's good. It's yeah. not quite hard. I got a I got a heart on botany. You got a heart on botany. That's right. I was oh, sure. trying to ignore that. <laughs> so to speak. Uh, yeah. Hey, you're all top. Grow up. Grow up. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're you're puzzled because in your experience as botanists, there's there's things wrong here. There's definitely been some sort of uh, crossbreeding, but in order to produce the effects that you're seeing in some of these plants, there would be crossbreeding of species, which shouldn't be possible. Um, possibly even intergeneric 
species cross species genre uh, genre that have been crossed uh maybe theoretically you might be able to do something like that if you had some advanced means but you've never heard of anything like this some of these plants are bizarre they show traits of a dozen different kinds of plants so i need you to all do sanity Ugh. No. No. Everyone or just the people? I, it's just the botanists. Oh. The ones, well, the ones that recognize that there's something wrong with the plants. Um, I wasted an 11. <laughs> uh, if you fail, take one point of damage and roll a listen roll. Those of you who fail. No. Nope. I made twenty-two. Okay, so you didn't fail. You didn't pass your listen rolls either. I did. Oh, you did. I did. Um, Doctor Flores, at, you're not sure, but you're not sure at first, but there's a sound that seems to be accompanying Dr. Margaret clipping the vines. And the more she clips at them, the more it affects you like a, like, like the sound of, of little screams in your head. And you can do another sanity roll. You think that you're hearing the plants screaming. 48 is a success. Okay. Well, take one. But still uh, jarring. Yeah. Um, and to be clear, um, there isn't one kind of plant in the lab. There's a There's number of different kinds of these dozens. hybridized. There's jars. There's also jars with seeds. There's Obviously, there were experiments going on in hybridization. That uh, So you'll find every everything. You'll find seed pods. You'll find... Uh, also, you start to notice that some of the flowers, I, let's say the other two, Jason and, I mean, Jason, your name is still Jason. Um, uh, Dr. Ethan uh, and, uh, and Dr. Jonathan, you, you start to notice that some of the flowers that are growing in the greenhouse are very, very bizarre, incredibly beautiful, iridescent. But if you were to try to name the color, you'd You'd have a little bit of difficulty. It's definitely blue, but it's it's not a blue that you've ever seen in nature. And you can do a sanity rolls too, because there's something very, very strange going on here. You get a sanity roll. You get a sanity roll. Ooh, 98. <laughs> just take just take a point of damage if you fail. Um, I'm a little concerned that, uh, there might be, uh, psychoactive compounds in some of these strange things. We should all make sure that we spend time in the open air. The, the concentrically planted fields are all species we recognized. Yes. Right. That was just eggplants and tomatoes and stuff. Right. So the weird stuff was in the lab. Yeah. Whatever this gall maniac was working on 
and I just sort of put my hands over my ears and step outside of the lab for a minute to breathe some fresh air and not hear the little no. tiny voices. Meanwhile, no, Dr. Margaret is still mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> some jazz to myself. Dr. Margaret, do a, a spot hidden, and uh, uh, Dr. Ethan, you were going to say something. Um, to get into that office, is there also glass windows? Can yes. we just walk around the outside and tap out one of the windows and look in? Well, very likely it's just going to more plants are just going to bust out. I passed my spot hidden. I'm just thinking instead of having to cut your way all the way through, just maybe cut what's in front of that window then. All right. I'm, what, what's wrong with this? I'm just cutting through the door here. I passed. I was just he's afraid of releasing more toxins. That's all. Toxins? Um, building off of that idea, let me run back to the house and see if I can tear up some sheets to make some rudimentary face masks. Okay. Yeah. I'll just get some of that tasty, tasty moss, you know. Let's okay. <laughs> avoid doc- sticking. Doc- Dr. Jonathan is running back to the house. Uh, Dr. Margaret, you notice as you're clipping that there is what looks like an old leather journal lying on the floor a few, maybe a foot and a half from you, um, completely wrapped up and overgrown with uh, plants around it. All right. It's, it's obviously been damaged. You can see that it's damaged. It's nice knowing everybody. I want to reach for it. <laughs> okay. When you, you can grab a hold of it, however, you can't dislodge it. You'll have to cut it free. Yeah, that's what I'll do. All right. So you're working on that. Are everywhere. While while she's doing that, I'm gonna go look into the, the through the glass of the uh, greenhouse and is it the same species of plants it looks like yeah now what's your you you almost have to find a place where you can see th- between the leaves because they're pressed up against the glass however you can see that it's a it's a jungle in there it's <laughs> uh it's overgrown with vines and uh you do notice a large uh sort of thick stemmed it almost looks like a tree growing in there uh, that has purple flowers all over it that also have that iridescent quality. Um, but there's dozens and dozens of species. There's things that you you think you'd recognize as orchids mm-hmm. um, because orchids have very distinct growing patterns, except that these are completely bizarrely overgrown and, and they have long white uh, root tendrils that sort of reach out from them. They're not moving but they've attached themselves to everything that they can, making a kind of a, a thick white spider web. Right, yeah. Uh, I'm a little interested in the tree after our, that weird creature. I'm going to kind of, uh, you know, is it in the center? Or is it closer to the wall or the it's, door? It's close to the, the one of the side walls. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. It doesn't look like it's in its place. It looks like maybe, as the other things, it might have been in a pot that that either fell off or or mm-hmm. was sitting on the ground, and now it's completely overgrown the pot. You can even see bits and pieces of maybe the pot that it was once in, the terracotta pot that have been shattered on the ground, right? As it's grown. Okay. Uh, Doctor Jonathan, you run back to the house. And 
I'd like you to do a power roll. That's going to be a fail. Okay. So as you're as you're, you're getting you're about halfway between the greenhouse, you come around the side of the barn. You're heading towards the house, and you get the distinct feeling that something is watching you. That's probably all in your mind. I look over my shoulder to see if any of the uh, any of my compa- companions are looking at. No, nope. they're all looking into the greenhouse and the and the lab. You're you're looking around. You don't see anybody. Nothing's changed. No cars have pulled up or anything like that. You can see the the, the fields of wheat on the one side, and the you just have this creepy feeling, and it's definitely coming from out there. It's not coming from the house. Hmm. It's not coming from the barn. Weird. So hustle inside. <laughs> you run into the house and where are you going to go? Um so there were I'm gonna check the bed and see if there's some clean sheets or something. Okay. Uh you run up the, the the stairs to the bedroom and you pull back the uh cover and you notice that there is green moss growing on the bed on the bed mm-hmm. sheet. Okay. It's not everywhere on the bed sheet, but it's definitely towards the middle of it. You know, when I, when I talked about that tasty, tasty moss, you know, that was a joke there, Jonathan. <laughs> Shh, you don't know this yet. <laughs> um, is it in like an outline or just not a particularly. blotch? Yeah, not particularly. It just looks... Well, then I will askew the sheets on the bed and look for other cloth. Do a, do a luck roll. Better than the power store, so. and that's a, a ninety eight. Okay, you don't there's find a, any. You don't find any sheets or anything like that. There's, there's no fabric in this house. All right, so you're you're in the house at the moment, uh, Doctor yep. Margaret. Um, I'm chopping at the very the plants. That there's nothing wrong with these plants. You can you can feel that the. Uh, uh, the leather of the outside of the journal uh, is rotted as you're holding on to it. You're trying to sort of stabilize it as you're as you're cutting cutting the stuff out. It's been moist. It's been wet. The paper is damaged inside. But ultimately, you you manage to unhook it. But you can feel that it's delicate. So and you're you're kind of on your hands and knees getting it. So what do you do? You've got I'm, it in your hands. I'm just gonna back out, and I think I brought some some gloves with me. We brought some. Does anybody okay. have any glo- yeah, like rubber fun. gloves or something? Sure. Okay, so I'm gonna I put on some scientists. some gloves, and I'm gonna read it. Okay. Well, I would like you to do a dex roll. Oh. What are the rest of you doing? You guys watching him? Well, I know that Jonathan's inside. I failed. I'm actually, I think I watched Heather go over to the other greenhouse because I am out of the lab. So I'm probably yeah. walking up toward Heather and peering in. Okay. 
So is anybody near Margaret? <laughs> I'm, I was wait, I'll be waiting outside the door. Just okay. I was keeping an eye on her. So she's, she's coming out with the book and she sort of begins to stand up and she goes to open it. And when you open it, it is filled with big fat yellow and green caterpillars that are chewing the paper. And because you lost your dex roll, you immediately go, ah, like this, and you let it go. It hits the ground, and caterpillars go everywhere, including on you guys. <laughs> well, Chase and, and, I mean, uh, Ethan and Margaret. Ah, oh, ah, oh, quick, collect them. Uh, I start pulling out little containers and trying to <laughs> brush them off or get them into containers. <laughs> I try and make sure there's none on me at first, you know, and then I'll worry about collecting them. Okay. Uh, Dr. Ethan and Dr. Margaret do a spot hidden roll. A 31. That's going to be a hard success. I failed. Okay. Dr. Margaret, you look back down at the book and it's pretty much all completely eaten up, but you think you can make out one little bit. I had some unexpected results. And as I watched it, oh, as I watched, it seemed to coalesce into a kind of clear jelly. It is without a doubt my own creation, the product of my long work, but a malevolent. I am very sure it wants to kill me. And then there's some uh, other stuff. I can't yeah, you can't read anything else. Okay. He's trying to create life? I wonder if that said it's also malevolent, possibly. There's something about it being something's malevolent and wants to kill him. Have I managed to collect any of these caterpillars? Um, sure. Okay. They seem like just standard you know, cabbage uh, caterpillars that seem to have found something that they wanted to eat. Like regular size, right? They're not gigantic, yeah. right? Okay. No, they're not particularly large. They're everything's getting eaten in there by something, probably. Yeah, I'm curious how widespread the caterpillars would be. Well, you actually don't see any caterpillars, except for in that book. You. Uh, do a spot hidden roll, and then we'll get back to the rest of you. Uh, a 10, that's going to be an extreme success. Okay. Hey. Um, you begin to look around for animal life, uh, insect life, or anything, spiders in the corners. You don't see anything. You don't see an aphid. You don't see a ladybug. You don't see a, a black widow spider, nothing. Hmm, I wonder if the caterpillars were eating this paper and they weren't eating the plants. I wonder if there's some kind of natural defense mechanism of the plant that's like fending them off. Maybe some kind of toxin. Quite possible. I'm kind of thinking out loud to Dr. Carlisle. Doctor. Oh, sorry. Go Go, no, I was going to oh. say that might that might be the case, but we'd have to do some tests. Dr. Heather. Yep. What you up to? You're uh, looking uh, in the window. 
Yeah, I was looking in. Uh, I'm assuming with the way you described the greenhouse that uh, the doors are being pushed pretty hard and I'm worried that if I try and open it, I'm going to get popped in the face when I release the pressure on the lock. So, uh, uh, yeah, I don't want to do that. So when, when I heard him yell, I'm, I'm actually going to go back, uh, yell about the caterpillar scaring when I go back over there because I had uh, enough trouble with the door to the lab. Okay. I imagine you all reacted when Dr. Margaret yelped. Yeah. Um, Dr. Jonathan, you're still in the house. Um, what do you want to do? Are you coming back? Um, can I make, can I make an ideal roll to try and come up with some other form of respiratory? Sure. Okay. Respiratory protection. And that's an 11. Okay. Well, there might be dish towels. Okay, let's run down, run down to the, uh, the kitchen and see if those are moldy. No, they're not. All right. So you guys have dish towels. So I grab a bunch of, grab a bunch of uh, tea towels, and then head out. Some of them are white. Some of them are yellow. Some of them have little flowers on them. Some of them have a country chickens on them. Oh, I, I want the chicken one. Oh no, I got dibs on the chicken. Oh, oh, okay, uh, flowers. All right. Um. <laughs> as I as I leave the house, do I get the same feeling that I'm being watched? Well, yeah. Now you're not sure if you're just spooking yourself. Okay. Now that uh, the plants are not being actively molested, uh, have the strange little green voices going away? Or am I still hearing? Do a listen roll. Oh, 98. You can't hear a thing. Well, actually, it works the opposite way. Uh, you find that if you approach the doorway and get near the plants, there seems to be some sort of a harmonic sort of sound. Are the plants singing? Are they vibrating and you're actually able to pick up this? It's not just one note. It's, it's like a chord of music playing. Does anybody else hear, uh, hear a, a curious sound from in here? You can all do uh, listen rolls. I'm wondering if it's something like, what is the word? Glabrous, I think is the word for like tomato vines that are hairy. I got a a nine on my listen roll. And maybe they're rubbing together like cricket's legs. It doesn't seem. Hmm. I, I failed. I felt. I failed mine also. Um, yeah, Margaret, you're, you're you're the more you concentrate, the more you think you might hear it too. It almost sounds like. There's kind of an illusion. It's not really an illusion, but if, you, if you're very quiet and you concentrate, you can actually hear the atoms of air bouncing against your eardrums. It sounds like a low static. Um, sometimes you get tinnitus where you hear a ringing in your ears. This isn't really like either one of those. It's like there's somebody distantly playing a chord of music. 
it's harmonious and it's like it's it's coming from different areas you're not sure that it's coming from the plants it could be something in the room the hum of a motor or doesn't sound like a motor it doesn't sound like crickets if you've been listening to too much jazz like from that from that cd it just sounds like whatever this ambient noise is to be it kind of sounds like music it's quiet and high-pitched, right? Yeah, I'm not so sure it's that high-pitched. But it's definitely... It, it's just faint. It's just very quiet off in the distance. Yeah. You know, there's the sound uh, uh, when you're in a pine forest and there's a breeze, there's a sound. A whispering sound. Yeah. It's not like that. Is it disturbing? Not really. It's kind of... It's kind of pretty, but it's disturbing in the fact that why are you hearing it? Right here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tear some pages out of the notebook and put them in with the caterpillar so they have something to eat. I'll pass them off to <laughs> Dr. Carlisle, and I'm going to go back into the lab to try to find the source of the sound. Okay. You hear, you hear gravel crunching oh so subtly as I run up. Uh, I've got I've got tea towels. We can cover our faces. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah, I have that kind of chicken one. Yeah. Um, well, I'm kind of fond of the chicken myself. Um, Dr. Evans, you have you handled the plants? I have. Yeah, I, I, I was chopping through to get. Um, I actually found a. Are your, are your hands itching at all? No. No. Oh, but before I forget, now that everybody's here, there was a strange thing in that tiny carcass of a book over there. And I'll point to where the um, I had dropped the book. And I'll tell the people who just showed up about the um, the experiment notes. The text. Mm -hmm. yeah. The text. I wonder if we should, let's bag that and see if we can dry it out back at the lab and recover any more text. Yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. I'd like to be able to check it against both well, I, we we only we presumably have access to Peter's handwriting. We probably don't have access to any of Gaul's handwriting. But I'd That's, like to compare that. That little card was that a little card. His uh, judging by the state of it, I doubt I doubt Peter was writing in that thing. Yeah, all yeah. the things seem to be moving really fast around here. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Hey, I found I found. You just moved. Oh, I found moss in a bed upstairs, like a Ugh. big old blotch in the middle. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if he got some on him, and he's just like you theorize. He's just touches stuff, and it's doing a transfer. Ugh. Well, I mean, there could be spores in here that true, true behave in ways we don't expect because all of this is yeah pretty uncanny. Um, well. Judging by his lifestyle, if he was uh, contaminated with something, we'd have a lot more people to worry about. Yeah. Speaking of which, I'm wondering if we don't have, you know, a, a biological incident on our hands here. Like, we shouldn't let spores from this lab or greenhouse into the environment. I should think. I wonder if they have uh, decontamination showers back at the labs. 
I'm wondering if we should even. Yeah, but that's a two-hour drive. I mean, yeah. In fact, I'm thinking maybe we should dump our clothes and and hose off here and try and. No, that way we don't carry anything else no, back with us. I would rather not get any of our clothes wet if that's going to help the, the, the spores grow if they're in our clothes. I mean, maybe we should and just go, go to a Walmart and completely water. change. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Look, Dr. Margaret, you are in, still working your way into the lab? Yep. Um, Is the humming louder when I by the door? Um, there's definitely a change in pitch if you cut a vine. And it feels like it's reacting. Um, That's odd. I haven't made a sanity roll for this yet. Should I? Yes, please. And then uh, who's standing outside? I guess. Uh, yeah, I we, all, we all kind of got together. I'm trying to figure out how to get a kitchen towel around my face. Right, I, I failed my sanity check by one point. I rolled a 71. Okay, take another hit point of damage. Uh, I'm sorry, another uh, sanity point of damage. <laughs> uh, Dr. Heather. Yes. Um, do a spot hidden for me. Actually, all of you outside do spot hiddens. I'm a little busy cutting plants, so. Nope. I failed every roll so far. Missed it by yeah, five. Ninety-two. Yeah. Maybe I should look over my I shoulder. Keep how look at my face. <laughs> uh, Doctor Jonathan, uh, you want to use some luck? Maybe not. Yeah, um, I, I don't. I don't think I'll use it at this juncture. You missed it by five. Anybody else uh, get that close? I missed it by seven. I missed it by twenty-seven. Less, too much. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm cutting plants, but yeah. All right. Well, we'll we'll keep going. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna try and uh, look through the uh, place that Margaret's kind of cut in there. Does it look like there's like a an interior room, another interior room in in this building? No, it's just one large. It's just one rectangular large. room. Okay. There was definitely a bench in the center. Um, that the person could go around and once again there were plants growing all over it. Right. Okay. Um, I'm going to follow Dr. Margaret and just start, you know, bagging some specimens of these plants. Everything that looks distinctly different. Okay. But we're going to have to keep them on lockdown because I don't want to start a massive invasive plant invasion of inland California. Right, yeah. And we might consider, you know, we're going to have to talk about burning this all before too long. A consideration. Yeah. Yeah, yeah possibly. Uh, Dr. Margaret and Dr. Desmond. Now this is going to be an unusual request. I want you to do spot hiddens. And then I'm not going to tell you anything. It's it's a spot hidden that might come up later on in the game. I got a 10, which is an extreme success. Okay. It's a surprise roll that will help us later. <laughs> and I got a 41, which is a normal success. Okay. All right. So what would you guys like to do? Um, you find Dr. Margaret and Dr. Desmond 
as you are going through the lab, any real equipment, it looks like it's been removed. Um, you're finding, everything that you're finding in here is leftovers, more or less. There are, there are some beakers that have seeds collected in them. Um, not a lot, but you know, a few seeds. Uh, they had labels on them at one point, but the labels have peeled off and, and rotted away. Um, you don't find any more paperwork or anything like that in there. I, you know, Morgan, it seems like that journal must have been already overgrown when Gaul left this place, because otherwise he seems to have taken stuff with him. Uh, and there's nothing, there's nothing like, um, I mean, um, there's no complicated machinery of any kind, right? No. And there's no tools. Right. So like, you know, even the most basic recombinant techniques, whatever he used to do, whatever he did here is gone. Right. But perhaps he was, well, we noticed Tate left in quite a hurry. You know, maybe he was in a hurry too, and he just dropped it. With how fast everything seems to grow around here, they could have just not have been there for long to be uh, covered by the plants. Yeah, and uh, I'm looking around for anything like a source of plant food. Um, you don't find anything, although there are old um, canisters and things. Uh, there are a number of bottles. Um, that might have held something. Looks like maybe he might have been mixing his own formulas. But once again, these bottles are empty and their labels have all rotted away. And the roof in the lab is opaque. Yes. Yeah. Are the plants straining toward what windows there are? Um, some of them are. Mm -hmm. uh, some of them are just growing up into the room. Yeah, I, yeah I, whatever has all of this vegetation on overdrive is very unnatural. Right, and they don't apparently need to need a lot of water. I don't see any watering systems in here. Oh, it's yeah. moist in here, but yeah, you don't see any. You do see what might have been at one point a, a, a hydro, you know, a way to mist the plants maybe, but it does, it's all rot, it's all uh, corroded and uh, it's it's gone. So, but these these plants, it's moist in here. That's just I find that interesting. Just yeah, I think the moisture in the air might be water. respiration from the plants who have sunk tap roots deep around here. Because it seems like all of the stuff has forced its way through the foundation. Right now, now these plants, there's there's a variety of them. Yeah, uh, a huge variety. In fact. It's mind-boggling trying to identify species. There's nothing in here that you immediately recognize. Uh, there, they all look like hybrids. Is there any plants that appear to be feeding off of other plants? That That's a good question. Go ahead and do a spot hidden. So a 62, that's going to be a pass, both a spot-headed and a parasitology. So Yeah, there's definitely what looks like plants growing on other plants. Um, you can't, without a microscope, you can't tell if it's actually parasit parasitic. Right. But 
there are plants clinging to other plants and wrapping themselves like strangle vines Mm -hmm. around other plants. And uh, it seems to be now that, now that you look around you, it's like an epic battle of the plants trying to outgrow each other. Uh, Dr. Ethan, do a spot hidden for me. It's you, Jason. I was looking for my dice. Seventeen, finally. Okay. Um, you are standing outside the greenhouse. Let me bring it up. You're standing outside the greenhouse. I'm sorry, you're standing outside the lab. Uh, you can see where the door is. And you look towards the north and what you're seeing, which is in this direction over here, you're seeing that there, the forest is right there. Okay. Okay. But there's, there's what you thought at first was a road that's going around the perimeter of the farm, but it doesn't look like a road. It looks like a, uh, like almost like a fire break. Oh, okay. I'm going to uh, tap who's ever closest next to me. Hey, take a look at this and start walking in that direction. Okay. okay. And, uh, I will uh, join, join him. All right. So when you walk over to it, um, it's just on the other side of the fence. And the ground is mostly gravel, but uh, there are big black char marks on it. And... Uh, do you go on to the other side of the fence where the... Um, is there a way to not walk on that? Well, I mean, you can stand on this side of the fence and just look at it. Yeah, I want to do that first, initially. Uh, you look in both directions, and you can see that it goes all the way around the farm. Uh, you can't quite see all the way to the end of the wheat field, obviously, but you right. can... Uh, it looks like it's about 15 feet wide. Uh, it's gravel... Uh, it's been, uh, blasted with something to burn it. And, uh, you start to know, you can both do what, what we'll call it smell hidden. It's really, you know, it's right. spot hidden, but we'll say it's smell. That really needs to be one of our things is smell hidden. Right. All right. Hey, I passed. I passed 32. Uh, right you here. both notice the very distinct smell of herbicide, that paraquat that's in the other. This, this, there, there's not a green speck anywhere in this barrier. It is devoid of life. Uh, it has been burned and poisoned and sterilized. Dr. Mm. Dr. Mills, I wonder if this was some sort of uh, a containment field or a failsafe, so none of the yeah. pollen, whatever you call it, traveled outside of but hmm or to ensure that the roots don't travel you oh. can see you can see too over farther on towards the the center of the map you can see that there is a little road that goes out into the forest from the farm right yeah well uh after kind of looking at it i is it uh it looks like it's kind of like a a wooden fence that you could easily kind of like 
oh you can step between this or you could step yeah, over it. You yeah. Can climb over yeah. it without any trouble. It's All right. Four feet tall. Yep, yeah, I'll do that then. I was like, oh, let's check it out. Oh, yeah. Remember that 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 um weed killer is pretty toxic, so I don't know if you want to get that on your clothing. Only if you eat it or breathe it. It's, yeah. And I got I got my I got my chicken towel, so you know, I'm good. So, so Alright, so then I'll go with them. So with you her. can you can hear the ground crunching under your feet because it's gravel. Um, and yeah, there's, there's not a speck of grass or a, a, a weed or anything growing in this area. And it goes right up to the edge of the forest. And then, of course, the forest is lush and green and beautiful, exactly what you'd expect it to be. Uh, normal, normal plants in the forest and yeah. all. Okay. Would you say it's about a 15 foot? Um... About 15 feet wide, yeah. All right. Well, looks like he attempted at least to keep it contained. And I, yeah. I'm thinking this is too much work for uh, this would have had to have been Harold Gall's work. Yeah, it's a big job. So uh, I'm going to uh, start walking along the edge of the forest headed in the direction of that uh, that road that cuts into the trees. Okay. Um. That's not very far on. Um, oh, you're basically going kind of in a diagonal around behind the barn. There's a couple of fruit trees. Uh, looks like uh, maybe apples, peaches, uh, not apples in California, peaches and, and apricots. Mm -hmm. uh, and then it makes a turn. You're going behind the garage and behind the house, and you come to the place where there is a a dirt path, right. fairly fairly wide one, maybe uh, you know, ten feet wide, going off into the woods, and it winds into the woods. It's not a it's not a cut path. Well, it's not a it's not a traffic path. It's more or less you know walk out into the woods from there. Right, you can't see where it goes. It goes not for a vehicle for a, for for for, for walking. Right. Okay. Um, well, after we wrap it up here, maybe we'll grab the rest of the team and we'll see if this leads to anything. Yeah, definitely. Want to head back and let them know what we saw? Yeah, yeah. Just give me a second. I'm going to kind of just kind of look down, take a couple steps down the path and see if I, I get the feel because I've probably walked in woods before. I get to feel it. Okay, yeah, this, this feels right. Feels normal. Do a, do a power roll for me. Oh, that is a fail. <laughs> okay. As you as you're stepping into the woods, you get the distinct feeling that there's something out there watching you. Okay. Uh, but you might I, just be spooking yourself. Right. But. But you know, I I trust my womanly instincts. I kind of uh, put my hand on on the mace and I kind of back back up and I was like, yeah, I just felt, felt creepy. I'll, I'll definitely feel better going there with the other people there, uh, Doctor Carlisle. I, I think that's the right idea. Mm -hmm. All right, so we'll head back towards the greenhouse slash uh, office. Or okay. Mm -hmm. uh, Doctor Evans, you're working toward. Clearing a path specifically to the greenhouse door, right? Yeah. 
All right. By now, you've probably done that. All right. So let's uh, let's open it up. I've yep. got an arm full of plant samples already. Uh, the door is actually open. Right. And the, is the plant mass pushing into the lab from the greenhouse? Some of it is. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's all intertangled there. So is it walkable? Not really. Just I mean, lop a path. You continue way. to cut your way in. Right, which I'll try to look through, like in between the plants, to see what's in the greenhouse as I'm kind of cutting. You see the large, purpley, sort of tree-ish looking thing. How uh, tall is it? It's it's pushing up against the roof of the greenhouse. So at the least greenhouse is glass panels between steel slats. Yes. Yeah, aluminum. Does it look like it's uh, under stress? Are there plants poking through it? Oh, you don't see anything uh, breaking through the glass, no. Dr. Jonathan, what are you up to? You're outside us, I remember. Yeah, so I'll, I'll still be kind of poking around in the lab. Okay. Um, all right, so you guys are at the door to the greenhouse looking in. Uh, it's, it's moister inside the greenhouse, uh, possibly from the heat. It's also incredibly hot. Uh, it's got to be well over 100 degrees where you're standing. So I'd like you to all do constitution rolls if you're inside the lab or the greenhouse. I barely passed with the 53. I rolled an 81 for 50. Desmond is not tough. 51 out of 55. Okay, so Dr. Desmond... Uh, Dr. Jonathan, you notice Dr. Desmond just sort of, you know, looking a little loopy from the, and you think it's from the heat. You guys are all prof uh, sweating profusely at this point. I'm going to immediately run over to him and drag him outside. Okay. Preferably into a shady spot along the compound. Uh, well, yeah, there's actually no uh, trees over there, but... Uh, well, if, it, if there's shade up against like the lab or the greenhouse. Okay, yeah, we'll say you're just on the side of the, the lab where there's some shade. Okay. Uh, there's a little bit of grass there where up against the fence where you can sit. Oh, and we brought some water. I could really, I think, use some water. All right. Is there water use, in the car? Yeah, water use, and get I'll, I'll, I'll run grab some. Thank you kindly. Okay. Oh. No Make sure it's not moss water samples. <laughs> no, we we had water and Gatorade. Scrunch, 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 scrunch. Back when there was just the yellow Gatorade. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so you guys are doing that. Um, Dr. Ethan and Dr. Heather are on their way back from walking a little bit around the perimeter. Uh, Dr. Margaret... And I'm oh. still cutting towards that tree. <laughs> Do a spot hidden for me. Ninety-six. That's no. That's not good. Okay. All right. So you're you're cutting towards the tree, and the tree itself has kind of pushed a lot of things out of the way. Um, it has very large purple flowers, and to your 
Do you can do a botany roll on it? Uh, I don't have botany. Oh, okay. A natural. Well, what do you have? have natural, natural world. But... Natural world will work. That's a ninety-nine. Okay. I don't know what this is at all. <laughs> There's something that seems a little bit familiar about these big purple flowers, uh, except that. You don't know what it is. They're 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 very large flowers. Well, um, at this point, I'm a little nervous because one, our little friend back in the lab looks like a tree stump just a little bit, and that's kind of on my mind. And two, these plants are a little funny, um, and now there are these weird flowers. So I don't think I'm going to get any closer to it. Okay. In case it has any spores or some kind of gas, I don't really want to get. Um, is there anything else like around? I want to kind of look at, at the other plants. Any other material in here? There are quite a few other plants. Um, one thing that you do notice now that you're in this part of the greenhouse is there is a vine uh, that is growing uh, out of what looks like a half a barrel you know, like a half a wine barrel that was sitting in the corner that was filled with dirt. Get those at Home Depot. And uh, it had a plant growing in it uh, that is spread all over. And you're pretty sure it's a species of carnivorous plant from uh, Madagascar uh, called an Epenthes. Um, it has large pitchers mm -hmm. that hang on the plant and these in particular have rather sharp and nasty looking spines all growing on the lip and pointing downward. Uh, they, 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 they trap the insects that kind of go down into the pitcher. And... Yeah. yeah, water gets in there. It tracks them. Uh, you see a number of juices. You see a number of those growing. Uh, but that doesn't seem like to be like a species that you're not completely unfamiliar with. Uh, they're not particularly larger uh, than they should be, um, but they are completely overgrown. And they do have a, a habit of, of being difficult to grow. No. So to be in this extremely hot condition it's a little unusual that, that this could have survived in here, and yet it has. Okay, I'm going to look so closer to like the base of these plants, right? That they're just growing in dirt. Some of them are growing in dirt. Some of them are yeah, they're all in dirt. Okay. <laughs> um, although you, the 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 tree looking thing is now growing in the ground, there okay. are shattered pieces of uh, pot around it. And it has large, the, the base of it is large and bulbous as it goes upward. So as Dr. Uh, so as Jonathan is, is coming in. Jonathan is coming in behind you. He sees the same thing. Dr. Jonathan, do a spot hidden. That's uh, a 70 out of 25. Okay. Nope. That looks tropical. Yeah, the the flowers are are almost mesmeric. They're uh, 
They're sort of glowing purple. You wonder actually if they glow in the dark because they've got a very odd light quality to them. Um, I'll give you I one. Look, I look around for a light switch. Uh, there actually is a light switch, yes. But in, uh, in the greenhouse. it looks like the bulb is probably broken. Uh, Dr. Margaret, do another spot hidden for me. Oh, four. Okay. Nice. There we go. Um, you, uh, you, you look back and you see Dr. Jonathan. Dr. Jonathan is looking at the big purple flowers. And you look back at the big purple flowers and have they moved? Have they Jonathan, stand changed back. their position? Do I feel a breeze in here? No. But I think they're all pointing at you. I'm going to dash for the door and say, Jonathan, run. Okay. Well, I'd like you to both do dex rolls. Because what? you guys are completely surrounded by plants and vines. 17. That's going to be a hard success. <laughs> it's going to be hilarious I, if Dr. Jonathan fails. I failed. Okay. So I'm still I, looking for that light switch. <laughs> Dr. Margaret... Dr. Jonathan reaches for the light switch and you suddenly dash past him and out. And what? Jonathan, you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> All right. But then Dr. Jonathan, you probably follow because you see that she's scared of something. All right. So you both yep. pop out of the greenhouse. Uh, where is everybody else? Uh, we're kind of, they, I see them come running out as I go and go, do you see one of those creatures? That there's, there's a tree in there. There's this big tree, but the, these flowers and they, they're, they seem to be tracking our movement in there. Really? What? Hmm. Yeah, those flowers on that tree. That's disturbing. Yeah. Inter interesting. Uh, great plants. Was it was it once you got into the greenhouse that you you noticed that, or was it when you're just in the it lab? It took a while to notice it, but okay. Doctor Ethan, what are you up to? I'm sure you're muted. I was checking on Desmond Flores to make sure he was doing all right. Okay. Uh, Desmond seems to be uh, recovering now that he's in the shade and you've given him some uh, water and Gatorade. Uh, you're all sweating profusely. Yeah. How hot is it outside just in general today in Delilah? <laughs> Probably in the high 80s. But at least it's dry outside of the greenhouse in the lab. Correct. And there's a slight breeze blowing. Well, uh, Colleagues, I've got a lot of samples from in there uh, that I think we have to, again, treat real gingerly. Yeah. Um, do we think we're done here for today? Oh, well, I want to check out this uh, garden. At least get, get a closer look. 
and, uh, and the the produce fields. Yeah, the circles. And I explained to him about that uh, footpath we found, and about the uh, the uh, the break zone. You know, the fifteen foot uh, gravel surrounding. So it seems like Gaul was being conscious about containing things, maybe. Yeah. But then he just sold the property and left all of this advanced experimental material behind for. If that's his job, he was scared. Oh. He was worried that something he made was trying to kill him. And I'm going to kind of lean against the car and drink some Gatorade because I've been in there there for a while. Yeah. I'll look back into the greenhouse at the tree and see if I notice the the flowers. Kind of wave my hand around. Are you are you back in the greenhouse? No, I'm just in the doorway. Um how long are you going to stand there and do that? Just a quick look, wave my hand, see if the uh flowers track it. Uh when you move like that Nothing seems to happen. Hmm. Hmm. I suddenly become skeptical. It might take a long time to move if they are moving, or if you guys just got paranoid, but maybe it's very slowly moving. Like when a Venus flytrap catches it, it doesn't snap shut. It slowly closes over on the fly. Yeah. Maybe they just have an effect like those uh, paintings and art, art galleries where they look like they're always looking at you. You know, it just possibly, yeah. Those strange, those strange colors. You know, could have paid, could just be an illusion. So, uh, are you going to stay in there, Dr. Jonathan? Are you? Now I'll turn around. I'll turn around and um, ask Ethan. Uh, what, what's this about a footpath? Uh, we found. Oh. But before you go on, Dr. Jonathan, doing a dex roll. That's a pass. Okay. As you turn around and start to head towards uh, uh, Dr. Desmond, or you're going to go out to go where Dr. Desmond is, um, a vine has wrapped itself around your foot. Now, you're not so sure if you didn't just accidentally step into it and didn't notice, but it doesn't knock you off your feet. You sort of take a step forward and you realize it's there and you yank and you pull your foot free. Hmm. Odd. Anyway, uh, Ethan, what's this about a footpath? Oh, well, Dr. Uh, Mills and myself, when we were looking at the for what i'll essentially call a fire break uh there was like a footpath going off into the woods not big enough for a vehicle but i think you know we're here we should uh, investigate a little further what time is it it's still only about uh i forget what time we got here um you traveled for two hours yeah we yeah, left it early. something and then we had food at the diner I'd say we've been here for at least 90 minutes. Yeah, and you got here... Around 1045, I have. Around 1045. Let's say it's it's approaching noon. Okay. So the sun is high up in the sky. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's a national forest right there, right? That's a national forest right there, yeah. So that might be cooler 
I want to pop some of these plant samples into the fridge in the house. Because uh, if sure. I put them in the truck, they'll be. Yeah, they'll be cooked. And we have these also. The and I hold up the little bag of caterpillars. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are we thinking a hike? Yeah. Well, I mean, I a stroll. I, I yeah. agree that it probably will be cooler in there. It'll be shaded. Yeah. Get out of the sun. Yeah, and we could talk over what we've found so far and see if we can make any sense of any of it. All right. So you've 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 put the uh, samples into the fridge. Uh, what do you do with the caterpillars? Put them in the house. Put them in the house, but not into the fridge. Okay. Just maybe on the table or the counter, or sink, but in a container. All right. And you're going to head for the path into the woods. All right. I'd like you to all do power rolls. Nineteen. That's a good start. Nine. That's going to be an extreme success. Regular. Hmm. That's a fail. Okay. Because I only rolled either really good or really, really bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so those of you who got really good, uh, you have a feeling from the farm because of the things that you've seen, because of the, the text that you've read, it feels like there's something malevolent here. Something's mm -hmm. watching you, although you don't know what it is or where it is. I don't. The, uh, the forest, however, does look inviting. So I would hate to leave because I'm just worried about uh, what's out here. Out, out here on the farm, I mean. He was so concerned about containing it. I think if we stayed longer with that tree, I swear, I swear it moved. Just, I would hate to walk off into the woods and come back to, to something ambushing us before we can get into the car. If that sounds paranoid, call me paranoid. But that's... Well, you know, Peter Tate left here in a real damned hurry and that cat uh is pretty anxious about something yeah yeah it's got us got us all on edge that's for sure but i'm just concerned that a long walk off into the woods might give whatever it is i don't know time to prepare almost i don't know <laughs> Sounds crazy. Yeah. Sounds crazy. Yeah, but I mean, if we we left and came back, it 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 still have the time, and we're we're here. I think. And was it the house that they gave us that feeling, the, the malevolence? No, it's those fields. Oh, those fields, yeah. The circular ones. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's go. Go little. I, it just calls to me. I just. I mean, we're here already. I, I, yeah. I would want to leave something out there. Now you can see that the path goes into the woods. You can also see that this goes up on, you know, to a higher, higher ground. There's definitely, you know, the, the mountains are in that direction. You're in the hills. The mountains are in the north of where you are, too. Okay. I mean, 
I don't want to go walking for miles and miles on this path, but maybe we can get a better elevation just to look down onto the farm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, come on. Uh, let's do it, and we'll, we'll just just get it done, and that'll, that'll save us the most amount of time. All right. Before, before we go, can we take some of that weed killer and kind of spray it in a circle around the car? I mean, why not? Or, oh no, that wouldn't make sense. Um, if you feel it's necessary. Did that fire, that fire break, did that surround even the driveway that we pulled up to? Uh, no, it goes all the way around to the asphalt street outside. And that's, of course, 20 or 30 feet wide. So nothing growing in that. I mean, I'd like to leave the car as close as we can in case we had to run to it. I wouldn't want to, you know, trying to be safe and putting it toward closer to the fire break, and then we need to get to it quicker. I mean, fire break's 15 foot. It's gravel. We could just pull the car up to there. Might might knock part of this fence down, but, you know, they already plowed through their gate. I don't think they're that worried about maintaining this. Uh, everybody do an idea roll. Hard. 100. Oh, actually, I got it exactly. Okay. If you succeeded, you have to ask yourself, what exactly are you preparing for? Do you think that the plants are going to get your car? I, well, I haven't, I haven't seen anything. Yeah. I mean, your car is right should... there. <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't. I haven't seen. I. Right. Yeah. Nothing out of the ordinary, except for weird plants and moss. Uh, most of which seems kind of innocuous. So. Yeah. If the moss can outrun us. <laughs> I think we've got other problems. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm not saying we go moving the car and everything, but. Let's just think of it this way, guys. A couple days ago, none of us saw whatever that tree stump creature is. There's plants in that greenhouse that could possibly be moving. I didn't see it, but I'm not putting it, discounting anything. A cat that is absolutely, utterly terrified and a missing person whose car is scratched up completely everywhere on it. So... And that missing person is the only connection between the tree stump creature and this farm. Exactly. Yep. It, the tree stump creature came from Biozyme, so yeah, it's just a coincidence. Well, now we, um, Ms. Uh, Dr. Evans found that journal that says there's a, a malevolent creature that uh, that he created. So possibly Biozyme didn't do this. Maybe Harold Gall is the start of this whole. Hmm. And if he created that creature, could there be another stump out there waiting for us? Wait, wait a minute. We're Margaret. waiting for some ground beef and insect larvae. Mm -hmm. Margaret, what, what did the, so the journal you found, 
what did it say about the thing that it created? I said it, it turned, whatever it was, it turned into kind of a clear jelly-like substance. It doesn't say what it did after that, but it said it turned into a clear jelly-like substance and then it was trying to what kill was the, what was the What was the compound that, that Dr. Tate stole from uh, Biozyme? Or that Biozyme was messing with? There was, was something that, a, that was made, there was something that made people grow. Yeah. Was that was that a clear jelly substance? I don't know. I don't read. I don't know exactly what the substance was. Huh. Whatever Don Biozyme had made things grow a lot. This farm has things that makes things grow a lot. Let's let's keep that in mind. We have a plan. Uh, next time we have all of our notes in front of us. And Big Jen grew. The plants are growing. I think I now that we've discussed this connection there. I think Harold Gall might be the the culprit in this whole thing. Well think think about it this way. The the people in the town didn't know who he was working for. They said he was doing some kind of experiments. They thought it was for the government. But who knows if he was doing contract work or maybe Adon Biozyme. We don't know. And when he stopped farming his land, other other farmers wanted it because the plants grew better here. Right. Yeah. And do you think then that Peter Tate pretended that the specimen came from Don Biozyme because he was angry about being passed up for promotion there when really it was from this farm? But when did he buy this farm? I don't know if that's possible. No, I think he got the creature before he moved out here. Do you remember the timeline of his journal? Well, he, uh, he got out to the farm on July 27th. Do we know when, he, when did he send the creature? He sent it the day that he left uh, uh, San Damiel to come out here. That's yeah. a, oh, so, so that day is Yeah, so we wouldn't have had a creature out here. So let's just say Don Biozine was working with Harold Gall, then uh, I just blanked on his name learned about this farm from working at at Dutton Biozyne and then bought it because he knew that's where Harold Gold was doing his work. Or maybe now maybe Gold doesn't work for Don Biozyne. What if they Don Biozyne maybe stumbled across his research notes from that they stole from some other agency? Like who knows how they're they're connected. But in any event their 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 two lines of research seem linked to me. Yeah, they both involve things that grow really fast, and apparently some kind of strange creatures that were manufactured in a sense. Yeah, and hybridizations that don't seem possible. Right, but wouldn't yeah. you need advanced equipment to do this work? And who would have that? The company wow. that we're we're working in right now in their facilities, Don Biozyme, and maybe a handful across the country. That would be it. But there looked to be, appear to be spots of equipment that he took with him. Maybe he just set up shop somewhere else. Perhaps whatever he did here, he decided that moving his operation was better than trying to salvage the situation here. Moving because of the malevolent creature he created. Uh, Dr. Ethan, do an idea roll. Eleven. Okay. Um, it's extreme. You recall from the journal that Peter didn't know who he was buying the farm from. 
Okay. He was buying it through an agent. And he made a reference that maybe he would find out who he was buying it from in the public record. But at the time that he bought it, he didn't know. Okay. All right. So that that doesn't work then. I'm just trying to figure out the connection here. Right. No, I don't think that, that Tate knew what he was walking into. But the, just the, the path, the research path of that these yeah. two, this, whoever this gall was, Anton Biozyme, seemed a little too close for comfort. Yeah. They're very similar. Were you going to look in the circular field first, or were you going to go in for a walk in the, the woods? Uh, I, I was thinking because we're coming out from the lab. Yeah, you're sitting my, in the grass next to the. Yeah. My plan is I'm going to hop the fence into the circular field and circle around then hop the fence to get onto that gravel thing to get to the the path okay. that goes into the woods um and what are the rest of you are watching him do this or are you gonna no, um, I, so, no I'll, I'll go <laughs> when when dr mills suggested that we look closer to where we are before taking our stroll in the woods i think that made sense okay yeah that makes sense all right, so you've hopped the fence and you're in the field. Mm -hmm. The plant's growing. Do a spot hidden. Just him? Oh, no, yeah. No, all of you. I failed. 83. Quarter is good. I got, it. I got a hard success. Okay. I got an extreme success. Oh, oh, 04. Oh, 07. Those of you who passed, you notice there's something really odd, not only in the fact that these plants are all planted in circles, but that the ground really isn't burned up for them. Normally, you would berm up the ground and plant the plant like this in a nice straight field so that it's easy. In this case, they're planted directly in the ground. Um, they're coming up in these concentric circles over and over again. Um, to be clear, are they circles or spirals? They're circles. Well, they're actually, it takes you a while, but you do realize they're spirals. They start wow. in the center. My picture shows circles because I couldn't do spirals. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's kind of like because they're regularly spaced, like a creature was pooping out seeds and moving in a line. Mm. Yeah. Or a yeah. machine was devised that went yeah. in a spiral, dropping yeah, different what, seeds. Yeah. And then when it would run out of room, it would start another spiral. Right. Hmm. Explain why every... Is there, is there much vegetable uh, matter? Like, is there mulch or are there old plants or is it just dirt? It's just dirt. And there's not a weed. Hmm. There's not so, a weed or a blade of grass or anything else growing there except those plants. Wow. That's impressive. And uh, is there, like, I'm looking for, like, is there tire tracks, you know, because I'm picturing a vehicle that would circle? No? No. Huh. This is getting stranger and stranger. Would you try pulling one of these plants up? Not yet. Yeah. Let's, let's go for it. I'll go for a carrot. Okay. <laughs> So you reach for a carrot and uh, do a strength roll plus 20. <laughs> you don't need a strength uh. roll. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
the goat has it. <laughs> it pulls back. It pulls back. The no. carrot pulls you into the um, the the carrot pulls out rather easily. It's a nice, healthy looking carrot, maybe about that long. Cool. You know. Um, fat and, and orange. And um do a dex roll, uh Dr. Heather. No. Um you pull it out and there is a uh looks like maybe a tomato plant next to it. Um oddly that they're all planted different plants. The tomato plant seems to react. Mm-hmm. You're pretty sure it moved, but maybe you bumped up against it and just made it seem like it moved. Uh, everybody else do spot hiddens. Foul. 28. That's going to be a hard success. 15. Also. Okay. Hard. Dr. Margaret and Dr. Desmond, you both think that you saw something move. Something moved from a plant next to the tomato onto the tomato just before it looked like Dr. Heather rubbed up against the plant and the plant sort of almost seemed like the plant lashed out at her. So something is a clear jelly? Something is an insect? You don't see any jelly or anything like that. You, you almost got the impression that it was a big spider, but there's nothing there. You don't see anything. It could have all been just your imagination. I'm going to pull out another plant and watch real close. All right. What are you going to pull out? Um, what's on the other side of that tomato plant? Oh, we'll say, um, I don't know, um, eggplant. I'll go start pulling on that. Okay. Uh, I don't want to pull it all the way out of the ground. I want to start tugging on it. Tugging on it? Um, Yes. Almost immediately, the tomato vine next to you, uh, one of the vines lashes out at you. I mean, actively moving like it's, uh, like it's trying to whip at your arm. Uh, you can do a dodge roll, but... Yeah, nope. 73. Um, it, it whips against the back of your hand and it stings. It hurts. Um, and now the plant suddenly sort of just moves a little bit and then sort of comes to a rest. Um, but it definitely tried to attack you. I mean, you all saw this. Yeah. Sandroll? Yeah, Sandroll for everybody. 45 is passed. Uh, just passed. I see that. Pass. 40. One All point right, for you, pass? If you pass, just take one point of sand. 
Uh, I think there's a reason that two people have been buying Paraquat. And I think we should start in the greenhouse. And I think our stroll in the forest will be after we kill all of this. Because I think this land is better off poisoned than covered with whatever is happening here. Yeah. Um, salt. I hate permanently poisoning it. I would, I would like Dr. Ethan, Heather, Jonathan, and Margaret to do spot hiddens. I would like Dr. Desmond to do a dodge roll. I anticipate 82 that. is a fail. 25. Finally pass a spot hidden. Dr. Desmond is not a dexterous man. Just a pass. Uh, no, I failed by five. All right. Um, those of you who passed your spot hidden, the tomato plant that is has lashed out at Margaret um, you think that you see something spider-like move from that plant to the plant adjacent and then to another plant and then to another one. And this is happening extremely fast, but it comes around to where Dr. Desmond is and, um, Oh, tomato plants are so easy. Well, we'll say it's another tomato plant, but the tomato plant literally pulls itself downward and wraps itself around Dr. Desmond's leg and yanks her so that she loses her balance and falls. Him. Him. How? Sorry. <laughs> uh well, I think that's probably a what? sand roll for me. Yeah. Oh, did you see that? Well, and before you can actually even react, the plant is trying to whip Dr. Desmond. And we I, need to isolate that plant. I start running back towards where their clippers are. <laughs> that's right. I was thinking. Get, get like a box or something. We need to, we need to trap that, the, that plant. I was going to say, can I try and kick out the plant? Sure. Because it's, you know, obviously trying to hurt uh, Desmond, so I'm just going to kick towards the dirt, like at the stem of it. Right. And I'm presumably something like arms over face and maybe trying to roll and yank my leg free. Right. Would um, that be um, fighting brawl or would that be just a yeah, dexterity? We'll call it brawl, yeah. Dr. Heather, Dr. Jonathan. Ninety-seven. Dr. Desmond. <laughs> I think right. I kicked yeah. Dr. Desmond because I just yeah. rolled a ninety-seven. Okay. Uh, um, is there anything? Is there anything nearby that I could use to kind of like a box or something that I could put over the tomato plant? There's, there's no box. Okay. Like I, I, oh, if I oh. remember correctly, Dr. Desmond has a bottle of weed killer on him. Did somebody go back for the weed killer? I I, mentioned, I remember somebody mentioned it. Clippers and weed killer. No, like what, from last episode, I'm I'm pretty sure it was Doctor Desmond that had was... a thing of weed killer from as soon as we got on the farm. I'm well, he was he was chopping in the in the lab. Yeah, so just... I imagine it might be sitting outside the lab or something, okay. but I don't think it's yeah. in my pocket. Anyway, yeah. sorry for kicking you. As I kick, I say, "Oh shit, I'm sorry." Yeah. I... 
I'm gonna go and uh, how big is this tomato plant? Is it like a? Well, when it was standing up, it was probably. Okay. Yeah, it's a full. High, you know, full-grown full one. Now uh, it's wrapped around Doctor Desmond's leg. I'm gonna try and reach uh, as close to the ground on it and just yank it up because my experience with tomato plants, they come out of the ground pretty easy. So. Okay. Um, yes, indeed, it pulls right out of the ground. Uh, as soon as you do that, you definitely see the plants around you uh, react. But Dr. Heather, do a spot hidden. No. Okay. Uh, the rest of you who are watching this insane display, uh, do a, a spot hidden. 19. Nope. Okay, Dr. Ethan. Well, first thing that happens is, Dr. Desmond, you notice immediately that the plant is no longer attacking you. Uh, Dr. Ethan, you notice that the plants rustle, they move, but they do it like uh, when he pulls up the tomato plant, then that plant rustles, then that plant, then that plant, then that plant, then that plant, then that plant. And then a plant over here lashes out at Dr. Heather and attacks her. Right. They don't all, the plants are not right. all acting at the same moment. They're all sequential. I yeah. yell out, I think I saw like a spider, but something's jumping from plant to plant. We need to try and trap that. Uh, yeah. I need to get the bucket on this field is what I need to do. This is a madhouse. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to try and pull Desmond back up to his feet. Okay. Dr. Margaret, you have reached where the greenhouse, where the, uh, where the clippers were, and the, the poison. You've got that? Okay. Um, you're... Go ahead. Um, yeah, no, I'm going to run back. All right. Um, you start running back, and you see the four of them are struggling with something in the, in the field. Um, Dr. Heather, the plant next to you, is starting to whip out at you. Uh, do a dodge roll. All right. No. Okay. It uh it hits you and scratches your arm. God damn it. Do I have my purse? <laughs> no, you're not carrying your purse. And yeah. you, and you, you left your high heels back in the in Yeah, I was thinking cuz I bought those cigarettes and a lighter. It's like maybe if I had had some hairspray, I'd just burn these. <laughs> uh, we Dr. need to, you seriously need to go to this field. I mean to approach it uh with uh a plan. Uh, I'm. Yeah. I'm running for the fence because. Uh, okay. This is, you're this you're is only bad. about ten feet from the fence where you were. Uh, I'm running fifteen feet then. Okay. <laughs> so you jump back over the fence. Uh, is everybody running for the fence? Yes. All right, Margaret. You see, as you're running towards them, you see them running for the fence, and they all jump over to the fence. And. Uh, everybody do a spot hidden. Uh, not you, Margaret. 
I failed. Pass. Okay. Those of you who failed, you're, you're too busy looking at the fence and jumping over it. Um, those of you who, who passed, once again, you see the plants rippling in, in as if something is jumping from plant to plant and following you. And it follows you right onto the grass. And the grass is now rippling and heading right towards you. So, and I don't see this? Well, you, you see them running. So you're just wondering what they're running from. Because it seems to you like they're just running from something. I mean, you know the plants are doing something, but now they're over the fence. Yes, what's, yeah. what's going on? And I start pumping the poison. Get in the goddamn car. Get in the goddamn car right now. <laughs> okay, we need to try and trap that thing. What thing? Uh, I, the thing, yeah. It's making, it's making the plants move. You can see it. Now, when you get onto the, uh, the gravel, uh, you notice that the rippling stops. Well, it, it comes right to the edge of the plant, and then it sort of ripples along the edge of the grass back and forth, but it can't get to you on the... Uh, I'm going to spray the the weed killer in kind of like a circle to try okay. to cut it off from reaching back out into the field. Okay. Um, Careful with that stuff. It it almost seems like now. you yeah you you uh, okay so you're going to try and and cut it off like going back to the plants. Yeah. Okay. Wherever you move with that weed killer, it tries to follow along so that you can't actually get onto the grass. Um, when you finally get close enough to where you can spray a, a large portion of the grass, there's a fruit tree there, which suddenly begins to move and whip its branches at you uh, rather violently. And I'll say apricots fly all over the place <laughs> as it does. Oh, I hate apricots. <laughs> They hate me, apparently. But the entire tree is now moving. You're muted, Dr. Desmond. Um, the tree is is violently shaking. Yeah. Uh, this confirms my uh, belief that we get in the car. I, I, I'm getting in, in, in the car because there's no plants in the car. <laughs> Did anybody yeah, no, else I, see it? Like a spider-like creature. I, I swear. Think I saw something back when. Yeah, it was something. We need to try and cap. We need to try and catch that. Well, if you want to go battle the apricot tree, you're that's fine with me. But I think that there's plenty of other plants that need to be killed before we leave here. Also, apparently, uh, it speaks English because it got more aggressive when I said we should paraquat the whole field. That's uh, and I'm going to be. Ex describing that fact as I walk briskly toward the SUV. Okay. I think I'll leave the plants and I think I'll leave the samples in the fridge until we can deal with this larger situation. Yeah. Now you can see. Wait, too. I don't want to be going on a hike with this thing running around. I roll down the window. Yeah, screw that hike. <laughs> um. <laughs> I, I want you to all do uh, idea rolls. Uh, just a basic. Is a pass. Regular. Regular. Pass. As oh, you look, 
as you look around you, you're in the farm, as you look around, you get the distinct impression that the thing can't go anywhere unless there's green, there's plant life. So it's definitely contained within the farm if there's no way it can cross to the outside. Wait a minute. I'm going to whisper to uh, Dr. Flores, actually, we should go grab one of those samples and almost build, like, almost encourage it to get onto whatever those dead plants are. Maybe a bit of moss or something. Yeah, let's let's try and trap. Let's build a bridge like, and try to it, trap it. Come out and travel towards us, and then trap it on the sample, pin it, the sample gravel, scoop it up, call it a day. Well, now I think I know why those fields are built that way. It's so it could travel across the dirt. Right, nice little walkways. I'm going to go back for the caterpillars. I don't want to forget those guys. I feel bad. Well, that's another thing that you notice is that there is grass here and there in the uh, in the farm. There's some that goes right up against the house. There's little patches here and there. But there are some patches, like there's one right in the front corner of the barn that's 20 feet from any other plant life but that there are there are you know plants growing all the way around the farmhouse and the garage there's a little patch um, up near the chicken coop there's a patch over towards the side but there's large areas where there's no way for this thing if it travels with plants that, that it can get to. Well, so can it get from where it is now in the tree to the house? Or is the gravel pit too wide? Well, you haven't seen any more activity from it. And the tree settled down? Yeah. So it's no longer there. Well, or oh. it's keeping its distance. I mean, I can see where, it's, where the cat is terrified. Um, I'd like, I'd like you all to do spot hiddens. I'm still waiting for that extreme that I rolled a while ago. To... <laughs> what did I ask you to roll? The uh, you got the extreme. Had us make spot hiddens that were like would help us later. Oh yeah, yeah. But... Don't worry about those. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got a twenty-two for fifty-five. Okay, so seventy-two out of seventy-five. Eighty-eight. Okay, so who got the best roll, Dr. Desmond? Yeah, 22. Um, Dr. Desmond, you guys are all, uh, let's assume that you've moved your way towards the car. So you're standing near the car. Um, something suddenly catches your eye. You look over by the house and in a patch of grass, there is a single little red flower that seems to be twinkling in the sun. And it, it's, once again, it's almost mesmeric. It's, it's, it, that's my new word, by the way. <laughs> I watched, uh, I watched uh, um, Velvet Buzzsaw, and I love the new, that's my new word. <laughs> uh, 
you see this little red flower and it looks very odd. I mean, you've never seen a flower that looks quite like it. Um, and it's not far from where you're standing. So as you look over at it, it seems to be growing out of something, but not the ground. A closer look shows you that it seems to be growing out of a mouse. There's a dead mouse there, and this little red flower is growing out of it. And I'm glad it was a mouse because I thought it was going to be a human finger. And a mouse is slightly less horrible. Yeah, no. Uh, well, let's get that in plastic. I'm not going to touch it directly. But I'm um, going to put it in a jar. So you point it out to the rest of them. Yeah. Nobody else do spot hiddens again. Of 40, Fifteen. To pass. Pass. Hard. Uh, as you look around you for I'm some. A lot too. Oh, excellent. Uh, get to you, Doctor John. Just a second. <laughs> um, as you look around you, where you're standing, over towards the wheat fields, over towards where the chicken coop is, over where there's a patch of grass, you see a couple more little red flowers. Little patches of red flowers here and there. Now we didn't notice this prior, or no, did not this really. Up, you you never really looked in the direction of the uh, the wheat fields, mm -hmm. and they're not uh, planted in circles. They're planted uh, in rows, like regular old. Yeah. Fields. All right. I'll get up, get back out of the car, and uh, I'll walk over to the uh, the. The flowers by the chicken, chicken coop. Yeah. Uh, Staying on gravel. <laughs> You're pretty sure there's a dead chicken there. It's kind of buried a little bit in the grass. It's rotted. But there yeah. are red flowers growing out of it. And the red flowers are not going into the soil. They're going into the internal organs of the rotted chicken and wrapping themselves around its body parts, the little tendrils of its feet. Can I make a... I don't know. Maybe further study. I have I have a lot of parasitology. I'm just... This is my field. I'm very... I'm now very, very interested in these flowers. These definitely look like parasites, possibly saprophytic. They're feeding off the dead. Mm -hmm. uh, you notice uh, 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 a couple more mice. You notice uh, a rabbit a squirrel and there's a larger patch towards the side that you're pretty sure is a dog mm. and Dr. Jonathan you you had an eagle eye there is a there is something out in that field you're pretty sure it was when you guys pulled up you saw it you thought it was just a a scarecrow with, you know, maybe a red flannel shirt on. But that's the same color red as the flowers. There's something out there in the field that's bright red, just like these flowers up on that 
Scarecrow. Oh, no. Would you say that 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 one looks like a dog, right? Yeah. Looks like the dog's been dead for a while. What what does that look like to anyone else out in the field? Uh, a scarecrow. What do you... We all see flowers all over it. Uh, when's the last time we heard about a missing person and a, a missing dog? <gasps> yep. Kid, the kid. The runaway kid. Ugh. Yeah. Steven. Steven. His boy, Steven. Uh, so what killed it, it went, the mouse and the dog and the boy? Was it the red plant that did it? Did any of you get cut by the plants at all? No. He broke his skin. Dr. Heather got scratched. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Squeezing at it, see if like any nastiness comes out. We, yeah, we need to get that looked at. Uh, I believe, I'm pretty sure, don't we have a first aid kit in the car? Sure. Yeah, maybe we should at the very least try and um, clean yeah, rubbing alcohol, whatever, something, wipes, something. Okay, I'm gonna I just. I have a little bit of medical knowledge. Uh, I'm not. My back. I want to go get those caterpillars. I want to see because we need to get out of here regardless. But we need to sample one of those plants, and and some living creatures that have I would assume be born here and have been eating uh, things here. I want to see how fast they develop into butterflies or moths or whatever they're going to into. Yeah, let's let's snag the let's snag the mouse sample because that's small, portable, um, and not potentially uh, criminal evidence. Now, Tom, I have a 65 in medicine and a high uh, first aid. Can I take a look at Heather to see if there's any? It looks like a scratch. This looks like a scratch. Yeah. Well, Let's go. Have, you don't have a microscope with you. So. Yeah. Right. 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 Let's go wash it out. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna go back for the caterpillars. Yeah, I assume there's soap inside. So. And there's uh, there's no green matter right now that is acting malevolent in a way that is obvious. Correct. The tree has calmed down. Uh, their grass isn't following us yeah. along the edge of the gravel. Is there like uh, binoculars or a camera inside the house when we were looking around? Mm-mm. Yeah, nothing like that. All right. Well, I, I'll get my plant samples from the fridge, but I think we're going to decamp, right? Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, Dr. Heather and Dr. Ethan are going in the house to wash. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Uh, Margaret, you're going to get a sample of the I'm mouse. Going to get the, the, I'm, I'm going to go get the caterpillars. Okay. That we left inside. Who was I, I was going to put the mouse with the flower in the container. Okay, you were going to get the mouse and the flower. Dr. Jonathan? Uh, I'm just going to make sure that nobody's running off alone. Okay. So anyone, anyone not with a group of people. So three of us there. are going into the house. So okay, yeah, I'll stay with I'll stay with Desmond. Okay, Doctor Doctor Jonathan, do a spot hidden. 
Dr. Desmond to a spot hidden. Oh, that's... That's not a critical fail, but it's a fail. <laughs> All right. I only failed by two. Is it work luck? There's only flowers growing out of dead things. That might be worth a little luck. Yeah, I rolled a 57 for 55, so maybe I'll take a little. Take two? Yeah. All right. Dr. Jonathan, you hear a rustling sound, but you look around and you don't see where it's coming from. Dr. Desmond, as you are reaching for the mouse, you also hear a slight rustling noise, and you see it almost looks like something's moving through the grass. The grass is rippling and heading right towards where you're standing. And before you can react, you're just sort of reaching at that moment. Whatever it is moves into the mouse and the flower, and the mouse suddenly begins to twitch in front of you. So you can do a sanity roll. <laughs> Sounds fair. Do we have any Paraclock with us? Hey, I, I rolled a four, so I was very resilient. Dr. Margaret had the, had the poison. I'm wondering, so given that I had a very good sanity roll, do I take the cap and plastic container away, or do I slap it around the twitching mouse? I think you probably jumped a little. Yeah. Uh, um, but it would be nice to get this thing isolated from laughing matter. Maybe that, is that, a, is that a power roll? If I can no. overcome that? Or is it just a saner thing to do to not get away from it? Um, I'll let you do whatever you want to do in this case. Desmond, I heard a rustling. Yeah, the thing is in the, the thing is in the dead mouse. And it's, uh, it's actually trying to move the mouse. Yeah. Which means it would try to move a human if it could get to it, too. Uh. Um, as you are standing there, the mouse with the red flower, and obviously whatever the entity is that's moving it, actually moves a little off onto the gravel. And then it moves back onto the grass. And, and it becomes inert. It stops moving. But you think the thing is looking for something else. Have we come back out with the caterpillars? Yeah. <laughs> and you see Dr. Desmond like freaking out. <laughs> Yeah, I've got I've got a plastic jar and lid in my hands, and I'm looking at the ground, and I'm pale and blotchy. Uh, I also, yeah, I guess. Okay, I'm gonna scoop up the mouse and flower. Okay. I think that, you know, I don't think the thing is there anymore, and I wasn't sure that it was safe to take it away from this place anyway. Okay, I was going to say the same thing. I think it's looking to get out of here. We don't want to let it out. Yeah. Everybody do it, a spot hidden. It's been contained here for... I think it, we, it went we, into the mouse? I 75 felt. is a pass right on the dot. 
Double up five. Didn't see nothing. Yeah, me neither. Okay. Uh, what did you get, Dr. Jonathan? Five. Oh, you got five? Dr. Jonathan, you immediately notice that one of the rabbits uh, is starting to crawl towards the border. It's over there. Towards the forest. It's I, going for the forest. What do you quick? I, and I I'd break off the sprint after it. Okay. Uh, Margaret, bring the bring the paraquat. And try to keep it away from the trees. No kidding. Uh, go ahead and uh, do a uh, a paraquat spray roll. <laughs> <laughs> I hey, got we'll call, we'll call That's it a where brawl. I put all my points. <laughs> if it's a brawl, then I got a hard success. I got I rolled a twelve. Okay. You um, you you yeah. sort of leap over there and you and you spray the uh, the the rabbit and the uh, grass around it and the and the flower. And when you do that, there is a moment when you see something. It definitely looks like a large globule, maybe like the size of a of a a, a grapefruit. Uh, with tendrils uh, that immediately uh, moves off of the uh, the flower and the rabbit and goes towards the grass. And when it does, it almost melts into the grass, like, like it's moving into the plants. And then you see sort of a slow, quivery rough, rustle uh, of the grass moving away towards the, the dog. Oh, I, I just keep spraying. I'm not, I'm chasing it with the spray. <laughs> okay. Um, um, you see it turn. So now you're sort of chasing it and it's moving at a fairly good pace. Um, it moves into the wheat. Yeah. As you see the wheat start to rustle and it's heading towards. Get the scarecrow in the car everyone in the car yeah yeah so um yeah i i'm i'm getting in the car wish i had a molotov cocktail burn this place down <laughs> hmm now i'm wondering if when it's out of earshot because if this thing desmond said it understood him i'm gonna say I wonder if it gets in that body, if it could walk out through the gravel. Well, wait, you just have to watch it. I'm going to make Sandy to roll because I saw the tentacle globule thing. Okay. I passed. That's 66. So. I was kind of expecting to see some kind of clear jelly thing, and that's what I saw. So, But if it could jump into this thing, why would it still just be here? I don't think it can get out of here. I don't think we should risk it. Wait, now, well, it's gone. Well, we the, the giant tree. The uh, it got onto the gravel for a moment, and then it turned around, right? When it was on an animal body. Yeah, on a mouse. I don't. Yeah, who knows what the hell it could do? Do an idea roll. I, w I was all for leaving, but now I'm afraid to leave. 96. I don't have any ideas. 
So Everybody? we uh, got a normal success. The mouse was pretty badly rotted. The rabbit was less rotted, and it moved better. Yeah. When did uh, the, how long has the boy been missing? Go missing. Months. Months. He's been gone a while. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, He's done it before. Mm-hmm. But it got to the chickens, though. But yeah, and it's big. Something yeah. I mean, it has more mass. The boy does, and it seems to be going from larger mammal from mammal to larger mammal intentionally. And it only has fifteen feet. Yeah, that's great. Is the field dry? Is the uh, yes. wheat, wheat field dry? Well, it's, take- it's still green, but it's pretty dry. Okay. Those there's no objections, I say we set fire to it and let's go. This place creeps me out. <laughs> I wonder if we want to be a little more um, specific. We got, we got a fire break. <laughs> and we got a fire break on one side in the road, but we might want to. A bunch of smoke. A bunch of smoke might draw unwanted attention. Oh, absolutely. Well, yeah, we're going to have arson issues. Yeah. Uh, for sure, everyone knows we ran at the Tate place. Uh, and there's no tape. Um, and there's going to be perhaps the skeletal charred remains of a human boy if we're lucky. But I'm wondering if we need to surround. We, I wonder if we need to do a perimeter of gasoline and then light it rather than just light the edge and hope the fire is faster than the entity. I don't think the fire would be faster than the, the thing. We. Still that tree, that, that, that tree that was watching us originally. Do you think the globule was following us from there? Should we spray the tree with, with the weed killer, do you think? That could take weeks to kill the tree. But there's a good point. There will be a skeletal remains of a boy. And we will be persecuted for, uh, or at least brought to trial for murdering a boy. We need to get that thing in the trunk. We can't just... We should Can get we lure in the car it? and see what it does. Or lure it out of the body and then drag We need to the try and lure it into the central gravel area so then it can't leave the farm. And we can kind of... I guess well, we, we can understand its intentions. Except to defend plant life from us. Yeah. And um, I'm going to guess it wants to get out to the forest so it can travel. Right. The thing was, the thing has been like that. That journal it talked about the white gelatin thing that was malevolent, like it was out to kill him. That's what he felt. And I saw a white gelatin-like creature with tentacles move out of that rabbit and into the grass. I don't, I don't think that it has noble environmentalist ideals. Right. Well, I wasn't trying to ascribe nobility to it, just trying to understand what it's going to try to do. I think that uh, Dr. Carlyle's got a good point about there being a large forest next door. Uh, and it, presumably, if thing, this thing's alive, that it drives sustenance and it seems to be attached to green life. Right, but if it, So if stopping that would be out, good. And if you want to do a spot boy. hidden. Yeah, it's coming for us. 73 is a pass. 19. Those of you who passed, you can see the uh, whatever it is on the scarecrow is twitching. 
much. I think that if it could have already gotten out of here using that body, it would have. I agree. I really think it would. If it could get out of here, it would have already done it. So we get out of here at Tate speed and then figure out how to burn the place down. Alexa, stop. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, why don't, why don't, I'm gonna, oh, sorry. Go, go, go. Uh, I'm going to get into the car and sit behind the wheel because uh, Heather wants to get the hell out of here. She is creeped out. It can't <laughs> with a rotted body, but if it gets one of us fresh. Yeah. Who knows what it can do. I, yeah, I, if that body, body comes near me, I'm running it over. <laughs> I, I think it needs Actually, a dead, dead body. I don't think it's going to just jump. Well, just hypothetically speaking. We don't know that if, until we study the... the I think it's actually operating the plant that's growing out of the, the yeah. product issue. Let's right, see. right. But I've got, you know, I've got a biome. There's plant matter inside me. I think we want to get away from it and then destroy this entire property. Yeah, let's see if we can... Uh recruit some locals you have suddenly noticed that there's just a stick out there now i'm in the car in the car <laughs> in the car all right but let's drive to the other side of the gravel and get out of the vehicle and let's see what it does well, I, I don't drive to the other side of the gravel and then other talk side about of the road. it <laughs> yeah other side of the road yeah all right. and then we the see road. what it can do if we say if we say that if we go back to town, find the sheriff, say that Tate was not there. Heather, please start driving. And that there was yep. a dog body <laughs> and potentially a human corpse on the property. I think yeah. I think that becomes a very easy recruitment tool for our cause. But they don't, they're not going to want to burn it down. They're going to want to investigate it. Yeah, That's they're going to want to bury that boy. Yeah. Then the, the feds are going to get called in. Federal agents will get called in. And we don't want the government getting this, whatever it is, and weaponizing it. That's what our whole point of keeping this quiet is yeah. all about. Everyone yeah. do a That's fair. Yeah. Are we across the street yet? Oh, two. Um, I pass. 67 uh, is a pass. 41 is a pass. When you say across the street, explain. Are you going down the driveway and across the tarmac to the other side of the street? We're getting the 30 feet of asphalt. <laughs> Between you and the farm? Yeah. 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 Go out the gate where... Okay. Um, so you've gone out the gate... Mm-hmm. What now? I I want to see where if that thing comes. Oh well, now it's six hundred feet away. There's no way you can uh, see where it is. You guys right. turn around. It's, not, it's not. There's not a, a animated teenage corpse at the edge of the wheat lurching about. It's just gone. Yeah, it's. it's you, don't, you don't see anything out there. Right. Well, you really can't. It's too far away now. You went all the way out. All right, it's a long drive. Um, and we left all the gasoline there, so. We could well, we do the third thing to buy gasoline and. My, my, my thought on this whole thing was to take these items back to the lab 
have them run an analysis and then we can return. I don't, I don't want this creature to get loose, but I don't, I think if it could have, it already would have done it. I think it's a pretty good bet that the teenager and the dog were trespassing when whatever befell them. Right. Let's just hope a bird doesn't die and land on the ground and it flies away. Yeah, that's, that um, would be a problem, especially since it can get into trees. Let me get your exact your location. Uh, you're at the end of the driveway. You're out onto the street. Uh, are you... the, we pulled out through the broken gate and stopped across the street. Yep. Okay. Because we wanted the tarmac at least between us and the thing. All right. I'd like you to all do spot hiddens, but you have to get an extreme. Well, I rolled that O2, but you never told me anything for it on the last. Back to right, the last right before. We were, yeah. All right. No. I oh. see nothing. Not an extreme, no. Dr. Ethan, as you're standing there and you're looking past fruit trees that are on the edge of the front of the farm and you're looking out at the field, you think you see something trying to walk across that 15-foot barrier to the forest. I, Heather, turn. We, we have to fucking go back. We have to go back. It's trying to walk across the, 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 fire, the, the burn zone. But you said that, was, uh, that had paraquat on it. Yeah, but it's a body. It's a human body. Right. That's, that's why I didn't want to drive all the way down here. I wanted to all watch right. what it was going to do. All right. We have to. We have you to. If that thing gets loose in the national forest. Your last chance to hop out of the car before I hit the accelerator. Does Paraquat burn? No. It's a, it's a, it, it kills things that are green, but it, it does take you know hours to work. All right. Right. I know you can't just make a Molotov out of it. No. No, we got the bear. All right. All right. Uh, press down on the gas and head back up and up in there. Okay, so you're turning around and going back into the farm. farm. Yeah, my, my goal, just so you know, my goal is if I see that thing, I'm hitting it. Okay. <laughs> well, without hitting the fence, the place where the path goes into the forest uh, there is a, bit, a wide enough gap in the fence there that you could drive through. Okay. So you drive through onto the, uh, onto the gravel barrier. And as you do that, you can see about 100 feet ahead of you this matted, blonde-haired boy, uh, rotted, covered in red vines with little flowers all over him. He's crawling towards the, uh, the forest, not very quickly, but he'll be there in another second, uh, or he'll be able to reach out and touch something green. Mm -hmm. So Hold you, guys on, can, you guys can elect to do a luck roll. You have to elect who's going to do it first. And then make the luck roll. I well, Heather's driving. 
I have yeah, six. I'll give it to all of you. Just <laughs> I have Damn. 60 luck. Who has the highest luck? I'm Did higher than that. 64. Higher than that. 40. <laughs> Sounds like Jonathan gets the luck. Uh, all right. Seven. Been rolling great all night. All right. You've got to be. <laughs> 96. Just as you are about to get the boy, he reaches out and grabs a hold of a sapling on the edge of the forest and then goes completely limp just as your car hits him and sort of splatters body pieces (laughs) ahead of you because he's rotted. Uh, Do a constitution roll on that one. Rolled and over. It's a rental. And it's a rental. Pass. Ten. Pass. Ninety-three. <laughs> oh, you threw up on me. <laughs> my, my my ten my ten die is gonna get thrown out the window here. Yeah, oh, if you I, didn't pass, you get very you get you get nauseous. Just I passed. I wanna jump. Oh, sorry. I wanna jump out of the car and start screaming, come and get me. To just try and I'm I don't want this thing loose in the world. Doctor Ethan, do a spot hidden for me. Oh, thirty six. I got it. Okay. Doctor Ethan, as you jump out of the car and start screaming, you definitely see plants rippling into the forest. I'll just start running. You, no, don't, to, you don't see where it went. Right. It could be anywhere at this point. Uh, and that's where we're going to leave it. <laughs> what a meaningful failure. Let's, yeah, let's let's leave the farm. It won't leave. <laughs> Our players included David Gassaway, Morgan Llewellyn, Brian Daly, Keith Craig, and Jason Melnichok with myself as the keeper of the secrets. We're currently producing up to five shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. We have a new patron, Trav, who is contributing $3 a month. Thank you very much, Trav. Trav. If you'd like to support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good game.